0: Johnny. I said that's not a camel. That's my wife. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, folks, welcome back to the Down Baz Power Hour. It's episode number 32 today. It is Friday. Not when I'm recording this, but when you're listening to this. Hope you're all doing well. It's good to be back here in my home studio now. I'm in my house and I'm like, you know, I feel like, you know, everybody's fucking watching me and listening to me through this door here um, can't be as loud with what I say and whatnot. So if I, my, my voice all of a sudden gets quieter on these shows, that's why anyways, it's good to be back here. Took a week off last week because you know, the whole school thing ended. I flew back here, kind of didn't have a ton to talk about, but then I did. And then I was like, well, I don't want to record an episode cause I still just want to chill for a little bit and get some more stuff to talk about. <laughs> so, um, and I guess it's good I waited because there's some some interesting talking points on this episode that will uh, be important. But anyways, I'm your host, William Bazone. Everybody calls me Baz. Episodes drop every Friday at 10 Central. I'm now in Eastern Time, so I'll drop them an hour later, blah, blah, blah. You don't need to know that. Links to everything of mine is down in the show notes. That includes my personal Instagram, the podcast Instagram, my Twitter, and my YouTube channel in case you wanted to see what I was like as a music reviewer. It was pretty cool. And then the link there is to my blog, and then I have links to my podcast. See, that's so funny. Uh, I'll, I, kind of a tangent here now that I'm saying that. One of my episodes, I think this is the first time I've ever been copyright claimed on a podcast. You know, like Spotify's got its own terms of use, Anchor's got its own terms of use, but I've used copyright music in like almost every episode of my old podcast, and... Never got copyrighted. And then all of a sudden I get an email like on, on Friday or Saturday or something saying, hey, uh, we're taking this episode down because you used copyrighted music. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? And then I realized it was one of the biggest interviews I did. So I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably fix that. But <sighs> nobody listens to it anyways is my point. Nobody's clicking these links. No, no, Nobody, I guarantee you, if I even look at the analytics, nobody's listening past like two minutes, like 100% and then it drops off. <laughs> you know after after I go through this whole intro but we're not going to get into that I appreciate all of you guys listening Viewership's pretty good for the most part the last episode kind of tanked but it's whatever it was a good one everybody missed out but now we're back okay biggest talking point of the week or two weeks rather um i you know you know on hinge where they they say like um you know my biggest date fail well folks i finally have one that I, I am at least willing to share with you. And, um, it was literally like the day after or before I was going to drop, uh, the last podcast, episode 31. So it was like the last Friday of the school year. Um, I didn't have class the next day. So I was up late I was whatever, you know, um, I just got curious because I don't, I don't know. I was just, surfing through my Instagram followers, seeing who I follow, don't follow. And there's this one person who I don't know. And some girl that I went on a date with follows her. So I'm like, okay, this is really weird. And she has a podcast. Keep in mind, she has a podcast. Um, and I, I was like, all right, why not? Let's check it out. And lo and behold, there is... um. A podcast episode the most recent one that had dropped with the girl that I went on a date with she was visiting uh, the this person I'm not going to dox their location not going to get into that but um, she was visiting them and went on the podcast and when I see the episode description of her talking about her uh, what, what's the what's the exact description let me let me look at this show here because um, it was I it's it's not important what the title is, but I think it... Well, no, actually, I think it is kind of important. Um, Where We Stand With Men. Uh, she details her horrible experience with one heck of a man. And in the back of my mind, I'm kind of wondering, like, is it me that she's talking about? And I, like, listen to the show, and then, of course, it goes to her... And sure enough, I was right. My suspicions, everything, like, I knew it. It was about me. So, for about 12 minutes of a, I don't know, hour-long podcast uh, is dedicated to me and uh, the date that we went on. And look, I could choose to be mad about this. I really could. But honestly, because I'd been ghosted, and because I really got no explanation uh, for why she stopped talking to me, or um, just basically <laughs> fell off the earth and vanished, um, I I was thankful for that, because now after hearing that, and kind of having this sort of pattern of of you know going on a date with one person and then they don't want a second date or you know blah 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 like. It's important to know what I'm doing wrong so that I don't have these problems happen if I want to, you know, go on more dates next year or possibly settle down with somebody considering uh, I'm now entering my final year of school. So, yes, I it was certainly interesting um, to get that perspective and just kind of hear like, oh, even these little things that I don't really think about that much. um, Yeah, they're actually kind of a big deal and i'm going to kind of leave it at that because i could certainly spend this whole episode like listening to the bit and kind of just giving my like a live director's commentary but honestly i don't want to because surprise uh we're collabing yeah we're uh, like i don't i don't know how i don't know how that's going to go but it will certainly be interesting because they the the podcast account that um they run followed me on instagram like out of the blue and i was like huh so i just kind of messaged him i was like hey you know thanks again for talking about me on your podcast like i'm not mad i just if you guys want to collab ever because i just thought like they kind of they just kind of didn't want anything to do with me so i was just like well if you need ever want to guess like i'm happy to come on like i figured it would if if you can't beat the people that are you know talking about you or I don't even I don't even want to say hating on me It's just like if you can't beat them join them So I want to have a conversation about that I think it's important to and you know kind of give my perspective and air it out and who knows maybe the people that know nothing about me will uh, change their perspective. I mean, I'm sure they're listening to this right now, and they're probably like wow, okay <laughs> You know um, and, and an episode before that they uh, ripped apart a poem. I wrote um, for class and they posted it on their Instagram, and I was like, okay, that's kind of out of pocket, but whatever. I Again, not going to spend the time on here to vent about it, because, I again, I certainly could. I could talk about, well, you know, that's kind of weird. That's whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, again, I want to save that for the show, and um, I think it'll be much more fun to have a conversation than it is for you guys to hear me kind of babble into a microphone for uh, 30 minutes. So, moving on from that, I just thought that was a funny thing and it's a bummer I didn't get to talk about it in the moment because a lot of the things that happened, they started to make sense and things that I wrote about two months ago in my journal, like, pretty much perceived it perfectly. I knew, like, people, I think people think because I, I don't want to generalize here, but people people think because I'm, I'm a straight man or, you know, I'm apparently stupid or something. I don't know. I don't know what they think about me. I don't know what anybody thinks about me clearly, um, you know, I feel like people just think like, well, he'll never find out about this or, you know, he, 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 like, he won't, he won't know or whatever. Right. Like, or people that like share my Instagram story with people. Like, I know it's the exact same person sharing it with the exact same person every time. Like it's, it's not, it's a pattern, right? Like I know what you're doing. Like, you don't have to act all secret. Like you're making fun of me or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm just like, like, i i like i i see what you're doing like don't act like you're like like i i won't know or i won't find out that's all i'm gonna say because i i look out for myself i i know how important i don't want to say how important my reputation is but i just i'm very cautious as a person because i've again i've been in that that space before you know what i mean where um you know, I got canceled by a bunch of people, right? Episode twenty. If you guys want to hear about that, MC Helen Keller—that's the name of the episode. If you want to hear more about that story, but I'm very like, like I, I always make sure that I can't control how people feel about me. It, like that—that's a given, but. Um, I want to make sure, like, you know, what are people saying about me or, you know, what are people doing? You know, are they like like I I, I know it's out all out of my control and again, can't do anything about it. But I'm just making sure that because my reputation matters, you know, like if people are saying, well, you know, Joe Schmo did this or Joe Schmo did that, you know, or he, he he's this kind of guy. It's like, you know, it, things get things get around. And I think it only takes really like one or two really well connected people to kind of poison the well for everybody else so I, again I'm done talking about this I'm not upset this episode I'm interested for and I think it'll be a really good time it'll, it's, it's like the first collab I've done in a while this is like the first like sit down interview I've done in shit I can't even remember like maybe almost two years now two years so that's crazy um, it'll, but it'll be fun I'm looking forward to it okay switching gears here finally I won't I stop venting Home Depot job. Yes, I finally booked myself a job for the summer as much as I thought I wasn't going to get one. I got one. I'm going back to my old digs at the Home Depot and I'm going to work there. So Saturday I was I was there. It was like the first time I'd been there in a while. I had to go get my car up the, up the lake and um, I drove over and you know, I, I go in. I'm like, well, I kind of know the drill already because you know, I've done this before you know, I go to the service desk. I'm like, hi, I'm here for an interview. Uh, and the person who's like, the, I, I mean, I know this person who worked with me, like she didn't even say like, hi or whatever. I was just like, hi, and I'm just here for an interview. And, and the only thing she said to me was, wow, you've changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just so funny because, um, when I worked there, I mean, I had a mustache and I really only wore a hat and that's what people kind of knew me for. But now I'm like, and everybody kind of said that, like, you know, like the assistant store manager in the back who interviewed me. He was like, Whoa, like, oh, I didn't even recognize it was you. And, you know, another one of the old like managers on duty was back there. And he's like, Yo, how are you, man? I was like, I'm good. Um so it, it was safe to say I was not not uh I was not forgotten about. Everybody seems to be happy to have me back on the staff. Um, so I'm very excited for that. My new job, I was quote, promoted to um being an order fulfillment associate, which is like delivery. So essentially it's like DoorDash for the store or being like, so I worked in the lot, right? So um, that basically consisted of like, you know, taking care of the entire like parking lot and exterior of the store. So that meant like, you know, it's basically like those people at grocery stores that like hound the parking lot for carts or they bring the carts back in or you know, they help load orders. Like, that's what I did, basically. I loaded people's orders. Like, I'd, I would basically would walk around the entire property in in the store, out of the store, whatever, to get places and help people whenever they needed me. The, the floater is basically what it was. You know, I'd have, a, like, the company, like, we have, like, phones. We don't have walkie-talkies. So, you know, we'd get a call, and I'd be like, hello. And they're like, hey, you know, somebody needs, you know, uh, God, can't even. Thank God. I hope to God I will not have to lift 60 to 80-pound bags of concrete into somebody's truck bed, because that might have been one of the worst. Yes, I've been working out. Yes, I've been putting on muscle, whatever, but still, I mean, that shit sucks. It's so awkward to lift and move and whatever, so I've never liked it. One of the worst things I had to do in lot. Everything else was fine. Like, concrete, whenever people ordered concrete, it was always a lot, and it was always a bitch to move. So anyways, I worked lot. That was my job, and everybody liked me because I was, you know, nice, I... At least I thought I was nice, you know. I, I was hardworking. I mean, I showed up to work because everybody else in lot was basically like. <laughs> I don't want to shit talk anybody, but it's like they weren't like, they weren't, you know, they weren't working as hard as I was. You know, it'd be like one one of the lot guys who'd work there. As soon as I, he saw me clock in, he'd be like, "Here's the phone," and he would just never be found again. And you know, all these like they are basically like, they we were basically like lot was basically like the blemish on the store because like. These were the laziest guys. They wouldn't do shit. And then they had a guy like me, and they're like, oh, wow, Like you actually do your work. And I, and I was like, yeah. Um, but then the one guy who kind of became my mentor wingman at the store, not wingman, but just like kind of just took me under his wing, if you will. Really great guy, older guy, but, you know, love the guy to death. And I saw him, and I was like, hey, I'm coming back. And he's like, oh, department, and he went, and I said, delivery. And he's like, oh, because I would have loved to work with him again. But um, I guess this is what they're bringing me in for. But I'm making good money. I mean, shit, but, as good as Chicago, if not better starting, you know, I got the promotion, it's whatever. So yeah, it'll probably be like the same amount of work, but Hey, I, all I can say is I will not be outside for eight hours a day. I won't, I probably will not walk eight miles a day. Um, because that was the, that was the whipping. I mean, I was in really good shape that summer, you know? I mean, like I was walking again, six, seven, eight miles a day in like 80 to 90 degree heat. And I was like, damn, like this is Like, I'd come home most days and I'd be like, I just need to go the fuck to sleep. Like, I was like, this is crazy. So, yes, I'm back at Home Depot. I'm very excited about that. Thankful they came. I'm just glad. It's just nice to be recognized and remembered, like, for once in my life. I feel like this whole year has kind of just been like, you know, I've been Mr. Invisible to people, right? Like, I've lost some of my closest friends. I've, you know, kind of been in and out of dating people and you know meeting people and I don't you know, I've, I've I've changed a lot this year to say the least so you know people like know me but you know I, I feel like I only see them in one setting talk with them for a couple minutes move on but sh- I mean I've been gone for two years and people are like oh like hey it's great like you know most of employees you'd have you know after two years like you probably think oh like what the f-, you know like oh oh, I remember, you know, some bullshit answer. Like, oh, yeah, I remember them. But it's like, people were like, good to see you. Like, how you doing? Like, we're happy to have you back. It just, that's kind of the, and I'm glad I ended up taking that job. Like, yes, I could have taken an internship. I could have done all this other bullshit. But honestly, like, it's just the testament of, like, why I came home this summer. You know, I just want to spend it with friends and family and just coworkers that, like, give a shit about me, man. You know, like, I kind of just need that in my life right now. So excited to start working there. I will not start working until I'm back from... Uh, I'm going... I, I probably said it on an episode, but uh, I'm going out to Los Angeles in a couple weeks. So I'm really excited for that. It's, like, my first time out there, and I'm going with my family. It'll be a good, good little vacation. So I'm going to go... I'm going to start, like, after... Uh, we get back. So it's like Memorial Day. So, very much looking forward to that. And one thing I kind of thought about with like work and whatever, like I grew up, I was not allowed to watch like SpongeBob. You know, I was one of those kids. I was one of those kids that wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob. And so I kind of gravitated towards like Cartoon Network stuff. And, you know, I was probably about nine, 10, or 11 when I first got into regular show. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to think. Like, Mordecai and Rigby... Like, I I, I always kind of sympathize with Mordecai because I'm like, damn, he's just like me for real. But, you know, like, these these guys are just like... You kind of look at them like you. Like, they're adults, yes, but, like, they're kind of kids at the, the same time. But, you know, like you, like, you're like... You know, you're kind of naturally inclined to hate somebody like Benson, the boss, who's like... You know, always telling them to, like, quit slacking off. But I think as you get older, and I think this has kind of been discussed on, like, social media before. Like, there have been memes about it. But it, it, I just was kind of thinking about it, right? It's like, imagine, like, I couldn't even imagine that. If I'm 23 years old, I'm fresh out of college, and I'm getting to live somewhere for free. For free. Right? Like, I don't have to pay rent. I don't have to pay for food. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do any of that. Like, and all I have to do are like basic household chores and, and you know outdoor like groundskeeping work. It's like how how could you complain about that? You know what I mean? How would you ever slack off? Like that's that is that's crazy to me. Like, and you know they're they're getting all mad that you know Benson's in there. But like, dude, like I just, it's just funny as you get older, you kind of realize your perspective changes. It's like damn, like these people were paid pretty much to just do work around their place and they got to live for free eat for free i'm like man like that sounds like a pretty good gig man i wouldn't want to slack off for that (laughs) so it's just funny but yeah no i think it's it's interesting as you get older how things kind of change um and i guess kind of sticking to to media and and other things like that netflix originals i think are kind of a, a weird bag on sunday i was with my family and we're all like just chilling and we're watching this movie it's called the half of it it came out like two or three years ago now it's basically like this Asian girl in a small town in like Washington. She's like, comes from not necessarily a poor family, but she's cash strapped. Like you can tell like, right. Her mom's dead. Her dad doesn't speak good English. She's very, very prolific writer and speaker. And, you know, she kind of gets her, you know, start by like, you know, writing papers for people. And then like one of the jocks comes up to her and asks her like, Hey, you know, like, Write me this paper. I'm sure some of you have seen it already, but, you know, I'm watching this movie, and I just feel like these all these Netflix originals kind of just have the same plot. You know, like, I feel like all, like, The Kissing Booth, Tall Girl, those are both bad. I mean, this movie was kind of bad, too, but, you know, I just feel like they they have that same plot, like a a oppressed, you know, group or person, you know, The Kissing Booth, right? It's like, you know, like what is the fuck is the kissing booth even about right like it's about a girl who like you know they they can't kiss their brother's best or their best friend's brother or something i have not seen it in a while but it's really bad and i just don't want to remember that i watched it um and then tall girl it's like this tall girl oh feel bad for me it's like man like oh, like i said on this show before i don't give a fuck if you're you know six foot one or six foot two nobody gives a shit about that man it's just you know and then she finally she gets a boyfriend you know she gets her first kiss and this is like this like it just felt really like i get what they were trying to do tell like an lgbtq love story in a way and and props to them i mean it's not easy to do that and especially in the the climate that we have today but you know it just felt like just such a bad movie like structurally because there's like eight different romances going on right like the jock's into the the asian girl you know the popular girl's dating another guy and then you know the jock is into the popular girl and the popular girl and the asian girl like are having like a lesbian kind of not necessarily affair but they were like you know they had a couple brief intimate moments together it just felt like it was very messy and convoluted and just trying to tell too much in too little time and additionally I think this is really silly like they're throwing in references in there that like the target demographic of the movie would not get like you give me 50 people in the age 18 to 49 bracket that have read or even heard of Albert Camus and I'll show you maybe three or four would have heard of him if not less or Vim Vendors for God's sakes like they they were what they show in the movie Wings of Desire I haven't seen that movie, but I know about it and I've seen clips from it. But who the fuck's going to know about Vim Vendors? Like, that's just such a random reference. Like, if you're going to, like, engage in being artsy and pretentious and just trying to make it sound like you're better than you are, at least, like, give something that's a little more accessible, I guess. I don't know. I just think... That's just a minor thing I had, but it's just something I thought about when when watching the movie. They're just making a bunch of references to shit that's just not accessible, and it kind of failed, to me at least, um, as a kind of a critical eye, if you will. I just, I I like to criticize media and find things that are wrong with it. Yeah, I'm just being real. Great, I've just done, the, the segues today have just been incredible. I think I've done a pretty, pretty good job of, like, keeping things relevant, being real. Let's talk about be real for a second. Like, I feel like I've seen everybody, like, yeah, people still post on it, but there's not as much, like, engagement. On the app as there used to be. Like, is B real dead? I feel like people are starting to say, like, well, B Reel's starting to die off, you know, and you know, people aren't like real mojing as much anymore. I'm not seeing a lot of comments on people's B reels unless it's like so outrageous that it's like and I've done that before. Look, I like to be fun with my B reels. Um I'm not definitely I don't know if I'd give you my B real but I like to have fun on B real I like like today, like I was, like, taking a shit when it went off. Well, that's too much information, but it's funny. Uh, and I just took myself thinking shit. I was like, well, oh, this is a shitty time for B-Real to go off. Oh, that was hilarious. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. But Tuesdays, Thursdays, and twice on Sundays. Be sure to tip your waitress. That was really out of pocket. But, yeah, I I think B-Real, I don't think it's died off. But as I said a minute ago, I think the engagement has kind of died off. You see the app and, you know it's um you're just posting and leaving you're not engaging with anybody i think that's like it's a cool concept but i just yeah it's a cool concept you get to post and you can only actively like check people's photos and what they're doing only if you've posted that's really cool i like that concept however i just think they've the ui interface changes in the last or just big updates they've had in the past couple months have been weird i am I'm a, I'm a fan of the Spotify music thing. I think that's kind of fun. But, like, the three B-reels a day, like, it kind of just defeats the purpose of, like, right? It's like the one-second-a-day video app, right? If you got three seconds, it, it would defeat the purpose of one second a day. And I feel like the same can be said with photos. You know, like, why take three photos a day if you just want one? Like, I, at this point, I'm not really on B-reel to be active either. I'm kind of in that same camp, but... What I think is fun about it is, you know, whenever I'm bored, I might just scroll through B-Real and, like, look at, you know, what I looked like, like, this time last year, right? I mean, I had my really weird-ass fucking haircut where I, like, basically got a bowl cut, and it grew back really well, but at the time, it just looked really gross, and it took a while to get nice, you know? And, you know, it's just cool to, like, look at or just remember, like, you're scrolling through these, and you're like, oh, I remember this day, or oh, I remember that. It's just, it's fun to kind of have those photos, and I'm glad I'm starting to, like, keep memories of things and stuff that happened because look i'm not the guy that's gonna like you know go out every weekend and and take a a million photos with people and whatever and have a a prolific instagram like for me i just i want those simple things to just remember stuff i don't have a lot of snapchat memories right like if i want something i'll just send it to a chat and save it like i don't like to have like i don't have a ton of snapchat memories i have none actually i just don't keep them like there's no point saving my camera roll or whatever You know, and is that sad? I mean, you could say so, but still, it's just like, you know, I'd like to have those little things to remember things. And look, I might not have been on everybody's photo dump this year from the semester. Like, I'm like looking through everybody's semester photo dumps. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, man, I only had like one or two photos in my camera roll with people this year. Like, that's kind of sad. And the only ones I made were for Rambler Sports Locker, you know, and people, that was the only way I made it. And I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm like, do I give a shit? Is my self-worth really that impacted if I don't make somebody's semester photo dump? No, but I think it teaches you a valuable lesson in just photo collecting. And, you know, we're just so detached from reality sometimes, even myself included, you know, it's just like, I don't take a lot of photos. I take photos when I want, I want to, and I keep them. And, you know, if they're good enough, I'll keep them. But, you know, I'm not like actively like taking photos. I just take photos of things that are important and the rest I could just not care about you know, Um, but just not like, I think it's challenging me to like start going out more and and doing things, you know, because next year is my last year and I should probably start taking advantage of that before I enter the workforce and the real world. So that's just kind of what I took away from that. It's, it should, it should, I should have a photo dump for every semester, you know, not just like outfit photos of me or a couple of aesthetic photos that I like. It should be me doing things and being active in the world. Just just kind of saying that and, and being real. That's that's a good place to end it on a real note. Anyways, thanks so much again for checking this out, guys. I really appreciate it. I know these episodes are probably going to be a little more boring and monotonous because I'm home. I'm really doing a lot. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you sticking with me and checking these episodes out. Once again, episodes drop every Friday um, at 11 Eastern, 10 Central. If there's anything you want me to talk about, maybe I'll do an advice episode uh, sometime this summer and have you guys send in stuff for me to talk about. But anyways, until next time, uh, email me, downbazpwrhrgmail.com. Follow the podcast Instagram, at downbazpod. Everything is linked down in the description. Again, appreciate you guys checking this out. And again, next week, we'll be back with a brand new DBPH. Yeah, baby.